We're live. Hooray. Hooray. Hi, Sean. Sean, it looks like you want to say something really important right now at this minute. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Dick so. move. Dick move. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can tell, Sean is catching up on some quick carbs while uh, we got ready here. And yeah. So I don't. The, here's the problem. I haven't done anything worth talking about. <laughs> So I don't like I didn't. Oh, I guess like I've been watching the Mandalorian. I didn't watch the episode this week yet because it came out today and I've been super busy today. And like that show continues to be great. Episode two. Episode two. Episode two was like amazing how I thought it was like crazy that they were just like, you know what? Let's just have like maybe 10 minutes of speaking at all in this episode. Like, let's just have things happen. It's like, all right, I'm down. Episode two. I liked way more than episode one. And I liked episode one. Yep. So I haven't seen three yet, uh, probably, well, probably yeah. not after this, probably tomorrow, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad that that continues to be good. And I'm just kind of in a Star Wars mood because of the game I've been playing as well. So sure, yeah, it's been good. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. No. Um, John, how's your week been? Uh, it's been all right. Uh, we're leaving on Monday to go away for American Thanksgiving. So basically just getting our ducks in a row. Uh, we made yeah. some more. Right on. I leave on done. Tuesday. Oh, right. You're leaving as well. I also leave yeah, on Monday, but for different reasons. Whoa, nice. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you going to celebrate thanks- American Thanksgiving? N- no, wasn't planning on it. Okay. That's that's fine. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, Last weekend, I did another Spartan race. My last one for the year. Uh-huh. Which is good because I, I was th- these last two were a little too close together. However, this most recent one was crazy easy compared to like the last few I've done. They put all of the like hardest obstacles like kind of in the beginning slash middle. So mm. like I wasn't super tired yet. Right. And there was also like no mud obstacles. So you didn't have to deal with any like added weight on like your shoes. Yeah. Or whatnot. Um, so it was just a weird one. Uh, and so our race, we, our heat was supposed to start at 11 a.m. So we're, we get to the, we get to the area. I want to say around 930, 10 ish. Cause we, we, you know, we usually try to get there an hour early so we can park, <clears throat> walk our way over, check in, stretch, be ready. Mm-hmm. They're like process they had set up to get people into like the parking lot took over an hour so we missed our heat and had to go in a later heat oh man but it was insane we were in this like car line as it like snaked around this giant circle for over an hour it was ridiculous anyway did that came home woke up early the next day did a full day quidditch tournament so i had a real eventful weekend lots of Lots of exercise for me. Cool. But that, that's been my week. I mean, more than what happened with me, so. <laughs> all right. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and if that's all we're going to talk about, then let's just move on to video games. Top right. down perspective for November 22nd. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh... 
We've all been playing the latest hotness, but why don't we start with John? Okay. What have you been playing? I've been playing the latest hotness. Uh, Pokemon Sword. Boy, that sure is a Pokemon game. Is I've it? I, in fact, caught <laughs> some of them. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to give you my first impressions just from the little bit I've seen of it. What, like, I've mm-hmm. seen some people play it a little bit. I think it looks bad. I don't like how the Pokemon themselves look. Like, not the game. I just don't like the char- the Pokemon designs in this at all. So I'm not feeling it myself. But I've heard that it's people are liking it, or at least they're buying it, because it, like, sold a lot. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, the one of the... I think it is the fastest-selling Switch game of all time. That makes and, sense. Uh, it's in. it's already in the top 10 sales per, for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. How do you feel why, about it? Why are you playing this? I didn't think you played Pokemon games, really. Nah, Reese is playing it, so we're playing it together. Uh, okay. She's playing Shield, and I'm playing Sword. Oh, right. I even remember you mentioning last week that you're going to pick it up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Like, Paul, love, why do you I'm, think it looks bad? Isn't the whole thing, it's like the same models as last time? He doesn't like the new designs. Game Freak. Yeah, I don't like the new designs at all. I think they're terrible. Like the new Pokemon specifically, you're saying? Specifically, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's like 900, man. You're going to run out of designs sooner or later. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. You heard Sean, don't make any more Pokemon (laughs) games. That's it. You've run out of creativity. That's not what I'm saying. That's exactly what Sean said. Can't make any more. That's it. At some point, you're going to be like, all right, what do we got? Keys. Okay, you got some eyes on you now. That's a Pokemon garbage bag <laughs> all right throw some eyes on you that's a pokemon i mean frankly like, the bad pokemon design started a while back <laughs> but like i'm just saying that it continued on the thing i actually want to know about and then you guys can talk about whatever how is this like giant pokemon battle how thing? game freak lied I, no, I don't I, I don't know <laughs> oh, anything about God. that still <laughs> i still actually don't know why people are mad but that's whatever I mean those like weird raid things where you can like battle a giant Pokemon with buddies or whatever. Like, how is that? If you've played that, that's fun. Okay, cool. That seems. And you like don't even need buddies if you don't want. You can just have three AI partners, but obviously they're yeah. not as good. So, <laughs> so I'll also say just like I'm, I'm playing it as well. This is one of the games I'm playing last week, so I'll also jump in here. I actually think the wild areas, which that's where you can find the the raid battles, raid in in quotes. Sure. Uh, I think that is super cool. The wild areas might be the coolest part of this game. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, specifically because it's pretty like there when you're playing a Pokemon game, usually you'll whatever area you go into, all the Pokemon are lower level than you, especially like your starter, because you've had the starter like the whole time. And sure. if you've been like sticking with your starter, it's probably going to be strong enough and over level of whatever you come across. Right. The wild area might be the first time ever for me where I walked into an area and I came across a Pokemon that was twice my level. And I actually said to myself, like, oh, shit, I don't know if I can beat this Pokemon Mm -hmm. like that might like there's been an item in Pokemon games called the Polka doll, which allows you to run from like anything. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a worry about like, did you get away safely? It's just like a free escape. Which I don't think I've ever used. Ever. Okay. I've played a lot of Pokemon games. I don't think I have ever even considered using it. Because, sure. like, why would I need to? My starter is always so strong. I can take out things in, like, two or three hits. Sure. At most. 
this one, it was like that Onyx is twice my level. Like I, I'm going to, I need to run or cause there's no way I'm going to defeat it. And that was a cool feeling to have like getting actually shook up for the first time. That was cool. I had the opposite situation. I saw that Onyx that was double my level and like, I'm fighting you right now. And I went for it. I fought that fucker. And then when the game, I went to go try to catch it. Game's like, no, you can't. I'm Wait, like, why? fuck off. Really? That's stupid. <laughs> well, so the way, the way they like gate you is they don't want you just catching like a Pokemon twice the level and then just steamrolling the next chunk of the game. So based on sense. the number of gym badges you have, that kind of gates off what levels you can catch in the wild area. Interesting. Huh. Kind of like yeah. how if you did a trade in the previous games and got like a super powered Pokemon, it just wouldn't listen to you all the time as a way to to slow you down See, from just tanking through the game. That's this what one, I they just will not even let you get that. I don't that's know what that I was I expecting like would happen. Like, I'm like, yeah. OK, it's above what I can normally do. So I'll just <clears throat> catch it. But then I can't use it. So I'll keep it in the box till I can. And then when it's right, like, yeah, uh-huh. like the Pokemon doesn't even like guard itself or whatever the fuck it says. It was just like, this is stupid. It's like guard is not even dropped or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. something like that. I was like, like, that's dumb. I hate this because I wasn't even at the point in the game where it told me what my level cap for catching was. I did that before. Has I it got- told you? I don't know what my like level cap is. Oh, you, it's on your lead card. OK, <laughs> I don't look at my I designed my lead card at the beginning. Yep. I made it pretty silly. Have not looked yet. <laughs> literally, literally your lead card when you first make it's like, yeah. You can't uh, you can't control or catch anything over level 20. Hmm. OK. All right. And then I'm assuming it goes up by like 10 each badge. I don't know. Something like that. Because I saw I saw Reese's at some point. It said 35. So. Oh, OK. Well, I guess it's maybe it's like 15 or something. I don't know. Uh, Comet says level cap starts at 20 and goes up five levels each time again. Until it gets okay. to the point where they're just like, yeah, you can just catch them all. Catch them all, yeah. I don't like that. I am I the I, the training thing I got that made sense. The catching thing, I beat it up. Give me, let me do it. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I like it because it is different. Like it is significantly different. And I've I've played like eight generations of Pokemon. So anytime they're going to really mix it up. I'm like, yeah, do it. Let's go. Come on. Um, but I'm also the person that plays like with only their starter and don't really care about any of the other ones. So it's good. Also, like the Pokemon I was trying to catch was an Onyx. I, I've, I catch an Onyx every two years because a new Pokemon game comes out. I don't need another Onyx. Uh-huh. Like I'm actively only trying to play with the new Pokemon because I haven't seen them before. So like I do I do not need to fight another Pidgey. The way that this works now, does that entice you as the person who only likes to play with one Pokemon? Maybe like think I need an electric type in case I get like just completely ransacked by like a bunch of like rock or uh, like water enemies or something. Like, does it make you want to actually do something different or is it just kind of like I'm just going to ignore this until I'm overpowered again? No, what I typically do is just make my starter even stronger and then beat my head against it until it can defeat any Pokemon regardless uh, yes. of the type matchup. <laughs> Electric Gym, I picked Sobble. I, I got the water Pokemon. Yeah. Electric Gym, Sobble's going to get me through that Electric Gym. I don't Jesus. care. I got enough super potions. I'll pump it full of revives. We're getting through there. Sobble first. Okay. That's just how I do brave it. Brave man, know. a brave, foolish man. 
it's all good. Yeah. We're all just having fun. Let people enjoy things. I, I think I still prefer for myself just kind of like the idea that the po- you can catch the Pokemon at any time as long as it's weekend. But then it's just like, well, I mean, you can catch me, but like, I'm not going to fucking listen to you. I'm just going to ram my head against the ground till I die to spite you or something. <laughs> like, I like sure. that yeah. more than just being like gated off. But I can kind of see also the like other side where you can make the justification that if you're not skilled enough to handle this thing, it's just going to be like, fuck you and then walk away from you or whatever like sure i i do get john's point though like you have you've gone through the mechanics of yeah and the process of weakening it and getting its health down yeah um i, I mean if they let you caught it that'd be fine i don't really care one way or the other sure. i'm not like sticking my uh flag in the ground on one side of this um i just like that they're there and they're strong going to the raid battles which it's weird that they're calling them raids since in games that already means something um, and this is basically just like a boss battle. Well, because they're mimicking the Pokemon Go thing. That was where they kind of pulled that one from. Mm. I guess when I think raids, I think of like an MMO, like no, long. No, I, quest. I agree with you, but that's I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure that's why they stuck with that name. Yeah, no, yeah. you're and, I'm, and you're you're right, because it's like a big Pokemon and you can play with up to three friends. I can you play with randos? Yes, I have never had someone join me. Uh, because you have to like dig through the menu in a weird way to get to it. Cause like, okay. Cause I go up to the little beam of light and it says, Hey, we're going to find some people for you. Yeah. And then, then it has a three, three minute countdown. Yeah. So you've ha- never had anyone join. Uh, Hmm. I know that you can go into like the, the communication menu and then sort by like a certain sticker. And that's what lets you find them. I don't even know what that means. A certain sticker. So, you know, uh, you probably haven't been playing the system at all near anyone else. Do you know when you catch something and like you see a little square pop up on your left? Yeah. It shows like you yeah. catching a Pokemon or something like that. That's a sticker. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, and I'm assuming if people nearby me are doing that. Yeah. So like I'll see I, their, I'll what, see what Reese catches and Reese will see what I catch. Okay. But yeah, no, I haven't been doing that really with anyone. Uh, comment also brings up a good point or sorry. Final insanity brings up the point. Uh, did you actually go online first? Because it doesn't default you to online. No, what is, what does go online mean? Connect to the actual like Pokemon network or whatever it's called. I guess not. How do you do that? I'm assuming it, I just assumed it was connected. Uh, every time I've used it so far, it is kept me in offline mode or in local only mode. So it'll pick up Reese, but no one else. Okay. Do you find this in the like Y yeah, comms y menu? menu and then press plus apparently is what people are saying. Okay. I guess I'll try that out because um, I've just been playing with uh, computers, which has been fine. I don't, that's whatever. Um, it's not like there's going to be voice chat. Is there a voice chat? Like no. that would be kind of cool. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, d- I doubt there would be voice chat for a po- uh, Nintendo game. <clears throat> but I got that switch app. Come on. I'm ready to go. Anyway, John, who did you start with? Score bunny. Okay. I hear that's like, like the right choice. I oh. saw, I saw what Sobble's final evolution is. And I'm like, shit, that's pretty good. Actually. That's what I, that's what I did off. I liked the way Inteleon looked. Mm. Um, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to be looking at this thing a lot. So I want it to be a cool thing. Um, but I just keep hearing a lot of people saying like the best one is score bunny 
for the long run, blah, blah, blah. But I was just tired of fire. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. I, I liked the, I basically went off of which pre-evolution I liked and I never looked at their evolution tree. So I still don't quite know what Score Bunny's final evolution is. I, and I don't want to know until I get it. But I've seen, I've, I've, I've unintentionally been spoiled by some viewers. So I've seen it in videos and stuff. But in Teleon, I saw it because that's what Reese picked. She picked Sobble. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I do not know anyone who picked Grookey. I know some people who picked Grookey, but then again, like I'm around people that like a lot of people that play games. So just by chance, someone will have picked it. That's fair. Um, Dynamaxing seems like whatever. I think the only thing I like about the Dynamaxing is your Pokeball turns gigantic, like a beach ball size. And the controller vibrates so much. Um, Especially when it like hits the ground and stuff, or like if you catch a Dynamaxed Pokemon, I just like all the rumbling going on. That's pretty fun. Yeah, no, I agree. It just kind of goes crazy. I love the giant beach ball look. Yeah, I like the fact that when you try to catch a, a raid Pokemon, it still does the three shake thing, but with this massive Pokeball. Yeah, and you can like feel each like rumble as it shakes in the controllers, which is pretty fun. Yeah, good use of the. Of the high definition rumble. Um, wh- how did you feel about the. Uh, I was going to say like the gym challenges. I have not but... far enough to have gotten to a gym yet. Oh, wow. I okay. have not. I did a lot of, of the stuff in the wild and then I've just not been had much time to put into playing it. OK, yeah. So the f- it's weird because the first gym, there's like a mini game you're doing. OK. Which I wasn't really into. I was like, are all the gyms just like weird mini games now? But there are still some trainers to fight in there, which is nice. But the next two gyms are like just like your typical gym kind of go through a really easy labyrinth slash maze with some trainers in there. So that was that was fine. I don't the first one, though, I was really like, I don't want to do a mini game. But like I said, it only happens the one time. So I was curious what you thought. But maybe we'll hear in the future some of those thoughts. Yeah. Well, while I'm gone next week, I'm probably going to be playing a fair amount of it. So, Right on. Playing game, I guess. Playing game, yep. I'm enjoying it. I guess Pokemon. It, it is just Pokemon. Um, do you have a favorite like new Pokemon you've found? I mean, I haven't found too many new ones. The problem is I don't know which ones are from other gens I didn't pay attention to. That would make sense. Um, I like Corviknight quite a bit. Yeah, Which you've probably seen the like first version of it's the bird. Yeah, I mean, most people I know have, have, have talked about Corviknight. That's a, I think that's a cool Pokemon. And and to counter your point, Paul, I think that's a cool designed Pokemon. Um, okay, I mean, I disagree. So it's, so <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, you know, even even if I even to counter my point earlier of like uh-huh. this is keys, this is a garbage bag. I I still think there are some cool. I mean, keys and garbage bag are definitely the worst when it comes to Pokemon. There's, it's not there's great. definitely I mean, worse. To be fair, though, we're on. also talking about a collection of creatures where the original 150 had a had Voltorb. Yeah, I'm not Voltorb saying there Electro, were great yep. ones. Yeah, there weren't great ones in the original 150 either. There's going to be some stinkers in in every gen. Hey, what's the it's name? Just, of, what's the name of our seal Pokemon? Seal, but with two E's. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Yep. Print it. Sell a million Easy. copies. Yep. Easy money. Yeah. P 
People are mentioning Muck, Doug Trio. Yeah, those are all bad designs. Pretty bad designs, yeah. <clears throat> Although that that picture of Doug Trio, like what it looks like underground, <laughs> and it's just three dudes hugging. Yeah, it's that's hilarious. That's classy. Yep. That's very good. Yep. That's never not funny. True. Um also a lowland Doug Trio. Speaking of, of variants, Galarian Meowth? That thing's great. It's like this gray Meowth with a big bushy beard and horns. Because it's supposed to be a Viking. Yeah, it lo- yeah, it looks like a Viking. That's a good design. I can get behind that. Pretty good. Yep. Uh, John, you been playing anything else? That's it. I did stuff for game clearing. That's about it. You um, did you did I see you played Untitled Goose Game? Yes, that was one of the game clearing games we did. Do you do you want to talk about that at all? I mean, it's unti- It's a it's it's the meme game of the year. Is the best way to put it. It's, it's a good game. That's a good game, man. Eh, it's like easy hitman. Eh, it was charming, but eh. okay. I had fun with it, but like now that I've beaten it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I probably didn't need that experience, honestly. Wow. Yeah, I no, it, it ain't on my top ten this wow. year. Unless my top ten is very barren this year. <laughs> uh, like, like, like I said, the charm was very up there, and the music was good, but like. I think that game is strong start to finish. I like the ending a lot. Uh, each each new like biome, I shouldn't even say biome, like area you area come across town, yeah. is, is enjoyable. But all right. Okay. And it, it was fun being an asshole goose and just like terrorizing the town, but it was just a cleaner goat simulator to me. I think that's underselling it, but you are entitled to your own opinion. It's not as annoying as Goat Simulator was, but I feel like Goat Simulator is more like sandboxy, just goof around. That's basically what Goose Game was, but it gives you missions to do. Yeah, I think there's more structure, and I think the the missions they give you are are pretty well thought out. But again, yeah, you do you. So, uh, Paul, do you want to continue with what you've been playing? I guess so. Uh, I went back to Tetris 99 for kind of my off time stuff when I just want to get a game or two of something in. And I feel like the only people that play that game anymore are people that are really fucking good at Tetris. So it's been <laughs> it's been rough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like sometimes it's just like, OK, I got a good rhythm going and I'm dead. OK, next game. And then same thing, like it's just kind of nothing for a bit. And then somebody gets their eyes on you or like the random, like attacker, like attacking random picks me for like a God or whatever. And they just decide that I need to be erased from this earth. Or they're just picking on the baby gamer over here. Yeah, exactly. Or just picking on the baby. Guys, Like go back to the cross, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. I will be soon. There's another one coming out. So, or out now, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it's been also I haven't played in a while. So just in general, I'm slower than like ever right now. So I've been trying to shake off the rust a little bit while going up against gods. And it's been rough, but that game is still super fun. And I hadn't played it since like the last time I had played it. It was still just a free thing that didn't have like an upgrade option and all those like skins and shit you can buy in the themes and whatnot. So I've like looked at their little theme thing and i was just like jesus they've been adding a lot of crap to this game i like they've been doing these like weekends where if you get like a hundred points 
<clears throat> you unlock like a special theme. Yeah. And luckily, my girlfriend really likes Tetris. So I'm like, hey, there's like a Fire Emblem theme. Can you just like get it for me, please? Yeah. She'll be like, okay, sure. And then she'll just play a bunch. And she's like, all right, I unlocked it for you. And I'm like, sweet, thanks. So I started playing when they were doing one for um, Pokemon because of Sword and Shield. And I didn't realize that, like, there after I had done a few games, like, I saw the bar going up or whatever. And I didn't realize that you unlock that theme for free if you, like, fill that bar up. So I was just like, okay, I'm done for now. If Had I known, I would have played the rest of, like, that to get that theme or whatever. Because it was kind of a neat theme. And the event only lasted, like, three days or two days or something. So I kind of missed out on that. But... I'll probably keep an eye out for those in the future. I think those a lot of those themes seem like they're kind of neat, but they're like 15 tickets or whatever each to unlock. So I've only unlocked one currently. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I guess it's become the thing I go to daily now to just get tickets or whatever to do their like little daily challenges or whatever. And I'll probably unlock stuff as I go for free. I don't think I'm going to put money into it at all, but it seems like they definitely added a whole bunch to that game that I wasn't expecting. So that's cool. But like at the base, it's still Tetris. It's whatever. And I am just getting completely screwed over, but it's fun. It's fun. So whatever. Um, I went back to ukulele and the impossible layer to finish it. And I did. So yeah, you did the impossible layer. I did the impossible layer. Yep. Nice. Good job. Yep. So that's done. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing more to say about it. That game's still good. And that game is a lot... That impossible layer is a lot easier when you hadn't been playing for 12 hours straight at that point to try to finish it. So it wasn't too bad. A a good sleep helped. Um... The, I guess a big one, though, while you guys were playing Pokemon, I was studying the lightsaber in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I've been curious about this because this came out the same day. It did, but... uh, so it must be the same game. It's the exactly. exact same so game. This, this yeah. is Pokemon Gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pokemon Lightsaber Edition. I started with an orange lightsaber because I changed my lightsaber look. That's not true. I actually studied Pokemon with Jedi Fallen. Pikachu. Yeah, Fallen you did it. There you go. Yep. Yeah, yep. there it is. Got it. Falling um, to a Pokeball. So I guess if I were to have an issue with this game at all, it's that... Well, what are you the way you say that makes it seem like you need to find an issue with it, which I mean, seems a little pessimistic. The thing I mean, it it bugs me when there's issues with anything because I want to like I want everything to be perfect, which is not well, ideal. But, but, are you saying there are issues with this game or are you saying like, uh, I'm going to find an issue right now? Well, I'll tell you what one, it, my it one issue it. is, is that it okay. really felt like there's some tacked on we need to make this kind of like a Souls-like game that didn't need to be there, specifically with how it handles death. So generally... Sure. Yeah, with the respawning enemies. Uh, no, so generally when... um, Well, like kind of also. Uh, generally the way it works in Souls games for anybody who might have forgotten, which I don't believe there's any of you listening to a video game podcast when all industry professionals talk about are how games are like Souls games, um, is... When you die, you lose 
you lose basically like your body or whatever, which has all your experience points or souls on it because souls are used as a currency to level up and to buy items from vendors and all that sort of shit. This game kind of does the similar thing. It kind of actually does more like what Salt and Sanctuary does of when you're killed by something that enemy is like holding your experience or whatever. And like, you don't get it back until you hit that enemy. And then it like refills your experience bar and it uh, gives you like full health and stuff like that. And it just kind of seems like it was tacked on needlessly because first of all, there's no souls or any like currency in this game. It's literally just called experience. So it's just kind of like this enemy stole knowledge from you by you dying on it. And that's just weird to me. It didn't seem like it needed. It's called the force, man. You don't understand. It's called chlorians. Yeah, exactly. No, it literally in the game is called XP and there's an XP bar. So when you get hit the enemy, it's like, oh, you got your XP back. You know things again. It's it's, it's fucking stupid. But hey, you, <laughs> so who made you the Jedi Master? Maybe this is how it was in the movies and they were just streamlining it a bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, if when you die, you lose your midichlorians. The thing is, you don't, though. Like, you, when you die, you don't leave a puddle of midichlorians for you to pick up. You literally lose experience on an enemy. And I just think that's so fucking stupid. Um, but, like, it's this is just kind of how games are going to be from now on. And I recognize that. The Souls games, like how Call of Duty and Halo for the shooter genre kind of change how third-person action-adventure games are for the most part like this. And for the most part, this does a fine job. I've heard people say it plays uh, mechanically a lot like Sekiro, which, again, still haven't played it. I know. I'm going to by the end of the year, I swear. Yeah. So I can't attest to that. But apparently the... To me, you swore to me. I did swear to you. <laughs> no, I'm just... What? <laughs> I did swear to you. Um... But a lot of the combat is based on, like, you're a Jedi, so you are whole, you're blocking a bunch of blaster shots and, like, parrying dudes and stabbing them, like, when their guard is down and all that sort of thing. So it has a nice combat flow to it, although sometimes it feels, like, a little bullshitty when you have a lightsaber and you are hitting an enemy that is literally a rat and you are not instantly killing that rat, but... It's a video game. This so. is a space rat, man. You don't know what's underneath that fur. It could be another <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the weirdest and smartest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, th- yeah, this is a video game. No, though. I know. If you had a one hit kill on everything, this would no, not no, be no. Fun. I don't even care about the one hit kill thing because there are enemies that are like th- this enemy has like a very hard shell or something. And it's like, okay, at least you're giving me some like justification why like my lightsaber doesn't instantly pierce this thing's heart. And that's fine. It's just when you literally have a rat that is able to take two hits. It's like, okay, you kind of lost me here, but what if it has like super steel skin? It doesn't. There's actually like a uh, bestiary thing that like gives you information. And it just says this is a normal earth rat. It's ba- nothing fancy going on with this it's, rat. It's honestly basically like saying that like it's a little resistant to lightsaber swings or whatever. And <laughs> I love that they put it in there because the obviously the reason they put it in there is for people like me that are just like, why doesn't it just die? But it's like at the same time, I no, it's a video game, so I'm not getting like overly buttered Dude, about like, it. It's just you're weird. two steps away from being like bigger Luke theory. Come on, bigger Luke theory. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the game's just fun. Like, I don't really care about what's going on story-wise because it kind of seems like one of those side story things that is going to do some cool things, but none of it's really going to matter or, like, be brought up again. I am wondering if at some point they're going to just, like, say yo, remember Yoda or something? Like, I wonder if they're going to somehow tie it in. And they kind of have that. If you remember the E3 trailer, I don't even remember his name now, but the black guy with the, like, fucked up Saul eye. Saul Guerrero, something like that. Yeah. From Rogue One. Yeah, so he's, uh, if you watch the E3 play trailer or whatever, he's in this. <laughs> so, like, there's kind of yep. there's kind of a loose tie in there with, like, what what's the part What's he the plays. main character's name? Cal something. I don't even Cal. So you're just wanting Cal to like middle of a conversation with a stormtrooper. Just talk about Yoda. Look at the camera and just say Yoda. Yeah, kind of. Right to the player. I kind (laughs) of do. Yeah, that would be it would be kind of good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess like the thing I'm getting at is I don't really care what it's doing in the Star Wars universe or lore. Really, I think there's a lot of lore in there that you can read and it's kind of neat or whatever. But at the end of the day, I just think it's kind of a fun game that I've been enjoying and it's pretty fun to play with a lightsaber. Yeah, not a whole lot else I can really talk about without getting it's into gonna spoilery the, It's going to be the final cutscene. Cal, Cal once again turns right to the camera, opens up his jacket, and there's a baby Yoda shirt. Oh, that'd be so he's good. Be like, what is what is with the baby be, Yoda thing? So not watching Mandalorian. Is that what's going on in there's there? A, there's a baby Yoda. There's a baby it's Yoda. great. There's just a baby Yoda. Yeah, and it's the cutest thing in the world. It's and I would I would. It's very need to protect baby Yoda. It's very adorable. It's too cute. Yeah, yeah. That's why Cal's wearing that shirt. Yeah, it says Baby Yoda Fan Club on it, <laughs> and he's gonna give you a thumbs up like that that meme of the kid giving you a thumbs up at the camera yeah exactly and the credits are gonna roll that's exactly how this star wars and then the and then star wars 6 just starts playing it's weird they put the whole movie in there (laughs) i think but not the version you want i think one of the clunky things that see um, i'm in on it i know all the things i think one of the things that i found i found most surprising about this game honestly too is that it feels very tomb raider ish in a lot of spots because you're going to these like old jedi ish temples and you're kind of like doing a lot of puzzle solving and like moving around it in to try to like open up new pathways and stuff. And I found that kind of surprising that there's like a huge puzzle solving element to it. I wasn't really expecting. So that's kind yeah. Of I've been it. hearing a lot of like Metroidvania. There's a lot of Metroidvania stuff, primarily because like your little robot buddy when you meet him, BD One, kind of sucks because he's like damaged when you meet him, and you're kind of like fixing him up and upgrading him as the story stuff goes on and you can like go back to other places and open up stuff that you couldn't before so that's kind of like the metroidvania thing none of it seems to be like necessary it all seems to be stuff that you can just like get more lore or like information on the story from or like just visit some new places maybe do a few like hidden fights with bosses and stuff but it's cool it's there to pad out the world i hear the lighting is super nice the lighting is very nice uh it seems like the type of thing that if I was able to run it with uh, what the hell is it like what the hell is that technology now? It's been a long TV? day. What? An Xbox? No. <laughs> Am I getting closer? No. The um a 3D TV. I mean, for one thing, I think in 4K, yeah, ray tracing. I think it like ray tracing yeah. or 4K or whatever it would be absolutely beautiful. It looks fine. I'm going to I'm going to 
I bet instead of 4K, I, I think you want to say HDR because that's the color one. Sure. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, it's fine as it is, though. I really like the conceit of like there's a lot of really dark, scary ish areas. And sometimes you just kind of see like something creepy in the darkness. And to be able to see better, a you giant spider, you have your lightsaber out to like kind of shine light in the area. And I think that stuff's really cool. Uh, I guess like, I'm looking forward to playing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the position right now of like, don't start this game. You have so many long games. You're like right in the middle of. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just waiting. I to will say up this stuff. hasn't felt long so far. Uh, it's been moving pretty steadily and it's apparently not very long if you don't want to do the side stuff. And like, it's not that I don't want to do the side stuff. It's just that the side stuff doesn't seem like it's worth really looking at for me. Which might be a problem. That's another thing I was hearing is a lot of the a lot of the kind of side areas, they're like fun to do. Like yeah. the puzzles are enjoyable. Yeah. But the only thing you like unlock is like whatever their colors, a new they're, light. They're colors uh, for stuff. They're colors for your shit. Yeah, like a new lightsaber hilt. They're colors like for your like poncho. The are not cool. Yeah, it's what yeah. it's like skins. So if you really like the idea of just like ha- it's one of these games that I think is like maybe up to 20 hours like total or like 60 if you're completionist. Like it, I think it's one of those where you're just unlocking like every checkbox you could, but like you don't have to. So uh, um, I don't think you're playing to. on PC. I'm playing on PC. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I heard the console ones are pretty rough in terms of bugs and whatnot. I've been having a couple bugs here and there, but it hasn't been terrible, I will say. Uh, I guess, like, just to go back to the point of that the lighting is very good, I think it's kind of mediocre graphically, though. Specifically that all the humans look stupid as hell. Like, I don't know, other games have done human features and, like, people moving their mouths correctly, and this game has people that look bug-eyed and fucked up like Mass Effect Andromeda did for some of them back in the day. But they do the aliens okay. Like, they do Wookiees okay. They do... I can't even remember the type of alien your, like, ship captain dude is, but... Uh, that, was, that was a Yoda. It wasn't a Yoda. <laughs> His name's Grease, <laughs> but he's something, and he looks fine. So everything that's basically not human looks fine, but the human features look fucked up and look bad, and whoever did them should probably go back to, like, anatomy school or something, because I don't wow. know. They're... You should look at, you should look up some like movement of like the main character talking or like the bug-eyed lady he's with and like I don't know what it is but they like don't know how to do human features or something. It's weird. I mean honestly I'd prefer the aliens to look better than the humans. I have sure. to look at humans every day. Sure. Um, so I I wouldn't mind looking at some aliens. Sure. That's fair enough. And like Stormtroopers look fine because they are all wearing masks and whatnot and like all the iconic stuff from Star Wars looks fine because they're not generally humans. Yoda, does he look fine? There's no Yoda. <laughs> oh, why am I even playing this game? You're not. I don't think the yeah, the thing is I'm about to. I don't think you have to, really, but like I'm really enjoying it for whatever it's worth. But I like this type of game. I like the like action adventure third person like parrying and then counterattacking and stuff like that games so it's been scratching that itch pretty good what if what if you're not like a huge star wars guy but you're a huge titanfall 2 guy 
Is it going to scratch that itch? You are running across walls all the fucking time and sliding Holy down. The, dude. The Have I told you? I like <laughs> Prince of Persia. I, my name's Sean, and I'm here to say I like Prince of Persia in a major way. Okay, fair enough. Um, the amount of technology and like time they spent into putting in sections where you are sliding down something really fast and having to do stuff and like grabbing onto a ledge or something at the last minute, they maybe should have put in like facial animations because that shit is like happening every fucking 10 minutes. You are sliding down or falling down something. They love okay. it. They fucking love it. I'm here it. for wall running, man. There's wall running there's a awesome. bunch of wall running. Yeah, it's one of the first. If this is a Metroidvania, it's one of the first upgrades you get is remembering how to run across a wall. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, like that part in the movie, I guess. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's totally fine. Th- for me, I've been playing it because I got the premiere or whatever for EA Access. So for 20 bucks, I'm going to play through it and then cancel. I've already canceled my subscription. So I kind of need to get this done before. Like, I don't know. What is that? The 15th? That reminds me to like try Need for Speed Heat and then cancel yep. my subscription. I need again. to get that done too in the next uh, two and a half weeks, roughly. So that'll be happening at some point. Uh, and for like 20 bucks and never thinking about it again, that's probably the right price for me. Uh, Sure. I don't know that I would be stoked about this if I had paid 80 Canadian or 60 American for it myself. I got, I, I was able to get it for 50 American. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. But, but you know, I'll get to it sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right. Um, then I'm here to answer all of your questions about the big curiosities in games. Death Stranding. Gentlemen. Ask me anything about Death Stranding, because I've played it. How many babies are there? There's there's at least one BB, and it's on my chest. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I understand there are others. I've only seen this one BB. So I'm going to... This is going to be an unpopular thing, especially for a podcast. I don't actually want to know anything about it because I have it installed and I don't actually. Oh, same, same. I don't I've, want any. I don't know. I've actually. I haven't even seen video of this fucking game except for what they showed at the video awards. Like, I actually know nothing at all about this game. Okay. So, um, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, can you talk well, about I, it without uh, talking about it? Uh, okay, I know uh, that it's a courier I feel like simulator. We've done because like of course two, it is. three years of talking about it without talking about yeah, it in terms of the, what the trailers were. Fair enough. Um, I I don't know. At this point, I don't know what I can say if if you're not wanting to know anything. Obviously, I'm not going to say spoilers. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. What I do know is that I know, and maybe this is why people like there was some backlash to it from some people. I know that you are playing like basically a FedEx, like you are literally a courier in this world. And I'm sure knowing Kojima, you really went into that and you are literally just walking around in this world, which sounds both like it could be amazing or fucking terrible, depending who you are and when you play it. (laughs) I've put maybe I'm not super deep. And I, and I say that because this game is extremely long. I understand it's like a 60 hour game. Okay. I want to say I'm probably somewhere around the six to eight hour mark. Okay. Um, for those who have been playing it, I'm in chapter two. I'm pretty, I'm pretty deep into chapter two. Okay. <clears throat> um, I have not 
fired a gun. Right. I, I've never, I don't even have a gun. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I have gotten, uh, I have a rope that I can stealth take down some people with. I've done that twice. Right. Do you have the ladder? As I have, I've put ladders down. Cool. Which is, which is fun. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it is a walking simulator with a ton of like encumbrance mechanics on there. Oh, there God. are so many mechanics in this game. Like, oh my God. Okay. This far in, I, there's this one tutorial guy who never stops talking. There is always something else to learn about this game. There are so many mechanics. This game is dense. Like it is incredibly dense. <clears throat> um, but it is just kind of walking from one place to the other. Your <laughs> backpack is super full. It's not even a backpack. You're, it's, you basically have a shelf on your back that you are stacking boxes on. Right. And if you take a turn, like if you make a 90 degree turn, Sam will start falling to the right. So you need to hold down the left trigger and, and resort, like stabilize him. Right. It is like, un, it is the most encumbrant game of all time. Um, and you're just walking <clears> from <throat> one place to another, trying not to climb something too steep. If you come across a river that looks too deep, you can put down a ladder across it and make a makeshift bridge. There is something really cool in terms of like the multiplayer aspect of coming across a like a coming to a river being like there's no way I can get across this river without losing some equipment and then seeing some rando ladder placed down from a random person I guess in the world and just being like this person knew exactly what we needed and it's now just in my game like that's that is kind of cool they were in the exact scenario I was or I came across because you can set you can actually the waypoint system is really good because instead of just being able to put down like a, ch- a, a marker that'll show up on your main screen that you can walk towards, you can p- put down a marker and continue holding square and like draw a line. You can completely draw the path you want to take, which can be useful because you yeah. need to kind of look at the map in a 3D sense and be like, well, I can't get over these mountains without like a lot of work. I want the flattest route. Right. So you'll kind of try and figure out your route. Then you'll set up like a dotted line that you'll basically follow and you'll come across some cliffs and it's like, hey, someone put a rope here for me to climb up. Like they were in this exact scenario because of course they were. They are going through the main missions like I am. Sure. And that is really cool. The game will also pretty sporadically do a part where <clears throat> you're doing a main mission. It knows you're going to be walking for a while and the camera will just pull out. And a, and a random song from like an audio network of whatever the name is just starts playing like it just wants to be cinematic in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's something really cool about that. Like it, it definitely makes it feel like I am just walking, but they made it feel like momentous what I'm doing at the sure. moment right now. Everything that you're saying um, right now is exactly why I was figuring that people would either love or hate it. Honestly. This sounds super divisive because I could totally see somebody just being like, why the fuck do I want to worry about shit on my back? Fuck this game. Fuck everything. Kojima's right, yeah, done. No, it's <laughs> like I could this see is it. not for people that want like an action game. Right. Or or they if, if you went to Metal Gear because you were like, no, I loved playing like the run and gun version, the hiding in closets, running around, you know, dodge rolling into people that that's not this game. This is the like even slower this is like yeah this is so slow like to the most point i try not even to run when i'm in the planes because there's a chance i'm gonna trip Mm -mm. and then that's gonna make bb cry and then i'm gonna have to literally rock my controller because the controller speaker is bb crying Mm -hmm. 
and I don't need that. Right. I'm, so I'm just walking slowly from one spot to the next. And then you'll and then it'll start raining and there's there's time rain, which is ridiculous. There's monster energy drink, which is ridiculous. That, there's yeah. so much monster <laughs> energy drink in this game. Um, but then like the BTs, which are the ghosts are weird. So you'll have to like crouch and walk even slower and like hold your breath and you have a breath meter and like it's Great. a weird it's a weird thing. But there's like nothing like it really. Um, yeah yeah so it is extremely interesting but holy smokes i said this last week it is gorgeous uh-huh. it is so nice um you know i just got a new tv and like the hdr the colors and stuff on it like this is such a pretty game um like kojima's obviously like he's into cinematography he's he's he wants to make these cinematic moments and have like a really good like almost every every moment of this game is like a gorgeous screenshot uh which is which is really cool um so i'm enjoying it i'm not sure if this constant slowness will keep my interest right but yeah <laughs> but i am enjoying what i'm doing so far and i am actively wanting to kind of play more and see more of it um the story is just batshit insane like yeah everything the reasons you're doing things are crazy the way this world is is ridiculous um is it too much ridiculous though because i'm worried kojima's gonna get to that point where it's just like he's just actually needs an editor to like rein him in because he actually has gone crazy i don't know i mean nothing is like offensive in any way or it's or i'm I'm going like this is just too out there it's just kind of like this is a weird thing that Kojima thought about a lot. Like uh-huh. he put a lot. Th- the rain makes things age because it's called time rain. And there's a whole backstory about why that's there and what that does to every single little thing. Uh-huh. And all the mechanics work into it. So he's thought about this game a lot. I mm-hmm. I think if you're if you have an interest in games from like an academic s- stance, you need to play Death Stranding to see what this thing is. Yeah. I peed on the ground and it made a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I I also saw that video that showed that. Yep. So that's good. So like for every, for everything of like hyper seriousness, there's also like, yeah, pee on the ground and, and it makes a mushroom. I guess like my last question for you on this is out of the six to eight hours or whatever, how much how much cutscene would you say has been a lot, a lot? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God, a lot. Okay. Maybe half almost so i heard somebody talking about this a little bit and they were saying something about they never played metal gear solid 4 and somebody was like there's a 20 wait any metal gear or no, metal gear solid specifically 4? 4 and somebody okay. it was a streamer and like somebody in chat said the end cutscene or whatever for that game is like 27 minutes long and he was like well i played death Stranding. 27 minutes long seems reasonable yeah, I, I mean, there hasn't Whoa. been any cutscenes that are like, "What is going on here?" I've been here for like an hour. It's it's just yet. like long cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah. So. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'm super curious what you guys yeah will get out of this. Um, I kind of want like a relaxing courier game. So like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm curious how you'll do it, John. I'm really curious how you'll yeah respond to this game because. If I had to guess, I think you'll just bounce off it immediately. Mm. Um, but, but I like Kojima's weird thoughts. stuff, so that's why I'm thinking I'll mesh with it. 
Oh, yeah. right. But I'm trying to think like games similar to this genre of like walking simulator. I don't recall you playing a lot of those. No, Breath of the Wild is the closest. I would not even call that a walking simulator ever. Yeah, really. In but my, like, I honestly. I have the the special edition. I'm I'm ready for it. I just need to have the time to sit down and play it, which won't be yeah anytime soon because I'm gone for the next week and I'm only bringing the switch. Yeah, like if if, and it's like a it's on the slower side of walking simulators because when I think of walking simulators, I think of like a strong narrative hook kind of drawing you to the next thing. Right, <laughs> and this is even on the slow end of that. Because this game is obviously 60 hours. So instead of so sometimes, yeah, you're on a main mission and it wants you to do something. The other time it's just like, oh, hey, can you bring this package back over here for me? And it's like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this career quest. So it's something similar to like. I don't know, everyone's gone to the rapture was kind of it comes to mind because that's one of like the slowest walking simulators I can think of specifically because you can't run in that game. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you guys will say. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that, so that's Death Stranding. I'll, I'll be talking about it, I'm sure, for the next couple months at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, I've been I've been playing playing the the next big curiosity. Ask me anything about Stadia. Is it Why? as bad as everybody says? Well, I feel like everyone's been pretty temperate. And, no, and I've heard really more, bad more so things. Negative. Like I just saw a video of somebody just like trying to play Destiny, and there was like input lag of like 10 seconds on all of his shit okay definitely not no i what i've been playing has been fine okay this is a set the person in a very technologically like sound area so maybe keep that let's keep that in mind because maybe this sure. guy is yep. probably yep. like i don't know in a cave in houston or something i don't know where, i don't know where's like a not very technically advanced place in the states alabama is that a cliche? Alabama would be a better answer than Houston, <laughs> Texas. Um, well, I know Austin is is like one of the better ones. I don't know anything about um, Houston. Right. Okay, I'm trying to think. What are the scenarios I've played it in? I have played it here, wired. Okay. I have gigabit internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Right. Um, Plays fine. I played it at work, also wired. Right work has good internet as well sure totally fine this the specific scenarios at home i was playing on my tv with a chromecast ultra okay uh wired in ethernet the one that they which give is you super right weird this is the one that it comes yeah. with the, the only chromecasts that work with right it. have you guys seen what a chromecast looks like yeah we've got two or three in the house yeah same okay do you have an ultra no they weren't i don't out think so so like when i say wiring in a chromecast would you even know what that means I'm looking no, it up right it's now. Super, it's super weird. So the Chromecast plugs in <clears throat> to the HDMI, and then it, there's like a little circle. It's it's like a little dongle, but then you need to plug power into it. And on the thing that plugs into the wall, the power brick, there's an Ethernet port on that. Oh, oh. I see. Okay, sure. Which is weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you wire in a Chromecast Ultra. Um, that works kind of fine. I'm not a huge Chromecast fan just because you need like an app on your phone to like connect to it first um, to, to like set it up. At this point, I just go to that HDMI port. I type in like a button combination on the controller. It, it's it, it goes. I actually like the controller. I think, you know, I should have brought it. To, not that people haven't seen what it is. I should have just brought it to talk about it and hold it. Yeah, I show, like the way show it feels. us that gender neutral controller. Yeah. It's a gender neutral controller. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the question I or the the joke I heard? It was like there's no 
big titties or balls and cock on this controller. Great. <laughs> um, so it's good for both, for all genders. Anyone can play this game. Yeah. What? Um, <clears throat> what? One thing, this is just super minor. When you plug it in a charge, the controller vibrates. And that was just kind of cool. Okay. Sure. Other controllers should do that. Why not? Sure. Um, so yeah, I think it feels good. I keep hearing people saying the D pad's bad. I, I haven't used the D pad for anything else yet. Um, but I feel like at this point, all D pads are bad. Like no one seems to care about the D pad anymore. Even Nintendo, the worst D pad now on the switch. Uh, I mean, I use the PlayStation controller and I like that D pad a lot. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, so what, and then, so at, and then the cool one was at, at work. I just went to stadia.google.com, yeah. signed into my Google account, and clicked Destiny, and I'm playing Destiny 2. That is pretty cool. Like, like that fast. <clears throat> it just loaded up. Like, that was cool. I didn't bring the controller. I didn't bring any dongles. I was just mouse and keyboard, went to stadia.google.com, clicked Destiny, I'm playing Destiny. Cool. That was, the convenience factor of that was kind of what really clicked of like, I like I can just do this anywhere or sooner or later. I'll just be able to like do this anywhere and load it up. Yeah. Destiny has been running fine for me. Okay. Haven't been experiencing like any real leg. It was totally fine. Um, I played through a strike on the mouse and keyboard and I am absolute trash with shooters with a mouse and keyboard. Okay. Like, oh my God. Sure. <laughs> um, so I have Stadia Pro. Right. So when you like ordered it, you got three months of their Pro, which is their subscription service, which is bad. Um. I believe it's a $10 a month subscription service. So like I said, I, I, mm-hmm. I, it came bundled with three months. What you get with Stadia Pro is Destiny 2 The Collection. Destiny 2 is a free-to-play game. Yep. So what I'm technically getting is the Shadow Keep expansion for free. Yeah. Or, you know, free in my Pro subscription. I'm also getting Samurai Showdown for free. That's it. There's my <laughs> 10 bucks a month. Yep. If you compare things up that are... What, what else is $10 a month? Game Pass? That has hundreds of amazing games. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus twice. Mm-hmm. Some great shows and movies on there. Some of the best animated movies of our time. $10 is a lot for one expansion in a free-to-play game and Samurai Showdown. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't play much Samurai Showdown. I went through the tutorial, and then I thought to myself, I wouldn't even know if this is playing bad. I've never played Samurai Showdown. Also, this fighting game seems crazy because you can catch and deflect weapons and stuff. And I'm in over my head. <laughs> I'm going to go back to this too. <laughs> um, I didn't think it looked great. Then again, I'm coming off of like the ideal Destiny 2 experience on a console being like 4K HDR Xbox One X. Like That's the best you can get for a console experience. This I was like, this looks like kind of 1080p ish. looks a little grainy. Didn't look ideal, but it played fine Mm. and it was totally manageable. I think it's going to be the equivalent. And I think this is the big thing about Stadia. When you're watching like a Netflix stream and sometimes it gets a little grungy because of whatever the Internet dipping or whatever. And no one cares because it's just convenient and still playing. I think that's the thing. Like, I would not care if this dropped to like 1080, 720 or whatever, if it was still running fine and I'm and I'm playing with my buds. Mm hmm. And I think that's going to be the big thing about Stadia is the convenience factor. There's the the big downside is that there's just not enough there. Th- there's so many reasons not to have Stadia. Like, for example, Destiny 2 is really empty, which is weird because like there are those social hubs like the tower and everything. They're kind of empty, 
because I'm only playing with people who have the Stadia version. Yeah, that's no good. St- Destiny 2 is cross-save, so I had my, yeah. my Guardian there all souped up. I had all my <clears> stuff, <throat> yeah. but I can't play with my, any of my friends. Like, my friends list on Stadia is empty, and I, I can only play with other Stadia users, which means I'm playing with a lot of people who I'm just seeing, like, their name because no one has, like, weird gamer tags yet because everyone's just, like, in... Oh, that's weird. Movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. Right? <clears throat> it, it reminded me of, like, the Switch. Yeah. Because when you play online... You're you're not playing with like a gamer tag. You're playing with whatever the account name is. So with a lot of people's like first names. So I'm playing with like Jason instead of like Snipe Master 420 and and whatever, right? Because it's just an account name. It's not like a, an actual tag or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so that that's that's the big thing. Is like I I can't play on my phone yet because I don't have an Android phone. Um, I don't believe they even have sent out that clip. I think they announced that clip's going to be like $15, which seems a lot. I'd rather just use my regular controller. Yeah. It's cool and it works. There's just no reason I would want to do it. Cause like, right. I'm not, the, but that's the thing is I'm not even in the, I'm not the target audience for this. The target audience of this is someone who doesn't have an Xbox one X or a PlayStation four. Right, because in my scenario, I'm turning off the Xbox version of Destiny Two to play the Stadia version of Destiny Two. Like, there's no reason I would ever do that. Um, but again, at work, I could just load it up on a browser, and that was really cool. I I could definitely see like doing that for other games, but but then the downside to that is I <laughs> would never buy the Stadia version because why wouldn't I just buy the Xbox version? I have my friends list there. I have my achievements there. I can play offline if I need to. Yeah. So it's like Stadia is for like a really niche market. Uh, like I can't I can't re- recommend it to anyone. There's like I even I was even thinking of picking up Guilt because it's the one exclusive. Yeah. I hear Guilt's not <clears throat> great. It's also $30. Huh. Uh, which is like too much for me to be like, to okay, take a I'll, gamble. I'll just blind. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll blind buy your one exclusive. Um. So, like, honestly, I think Stadia has, like, one of the worst launch lineups because these are all, like, old, old games. Like, there's nothing really exciting in here. I don't want to, like, it's the it's the last three Tomb Raiders. The most recent one of those is a year old, right? The first one came out in yeah. 2013. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, like, it's all games that are, like, at least a year old for the most part. Uh, so there's nothing really to get that exciting about. And there's an extremely good chance you've played these before. They're all a year old. Uh, and I know Doom was supposed to be like a big flagship title for them. Yeah. Uh, and that, that got pushed, obviously. Um, yeah, that's too bad. I don't know if it, I could see people that traveling a lot. This being interesting. Um, sure. Because like then you just bring a controller with you. Yeah. And you log into stadia.google.com. And, and you're just going like that is that part is cool. There was something extremely cool about getting into destiny so incredibly quickly with n- no dongles, nothing needed. Like I was just boom. That part is cool. Yeah. But for right now, like it, it, it's a hard sell, especially because I have such a major install base on these other consoles. But like. So it's hard to tell who who this is for, really. The pro subscription also gives you I should I should just point like kind of what everything you get. It also gives you discounts on games. Uh-huh. Um, let me like load up the app. So I'm actually giving you some numbers. The discounts weren't great, but they were like, okay. It was like half off a bunch of stuff. So let's see the store. NBA 2K20 is on here. It says it's $60 with a pro subscription. It's 30. 
Mortal Kombat 11, $60 with a pro subscription. It's 42. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is another 60, 30 game. Red Dead Redemption, just like no discount on. Same with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, no discount on. Same with Grid. So like some of them have discounts and some of them don't. I'm surprised Guilt has no discount for being the one exclusive. That's just $30. Thumper, no discount, just $20. So it's like, so Pro sucks at the moment. Like Pro is not worth it. I almost wish I could have like saved my pro subscription for when they did put more stuff in there. But yeah, I not that anyone was planning to get Stadia, really. I can't recommend it at the moment. Um, it definitely does kind of feel like the future, though, uh, which is cool. But again, I think my, Project X Cloud is is going to eat its lunch when that thing yeah. comes goes wider. Like that thing's already in a uh, preview programs for Android users. I can't wait till I can get my hands on some of that stuff. That thing already has 50 games and they already announced like Game Pass is just going to like have everything on there. Like that's already like Stadia who? Yeah. So. It's interesting though. Like I'll, I'll kind of keep my eyes on it, but like I don't I don't have a, a big reason to keep playing it. Yeah. Okay, but that's all I've been playing. So let's do some news. Starting with Resident Evil 3 remake is apparently coming, says Eurogamer. Yep. Uh, Paul, I'm assuming you're excited. Yeah, this was leaked uh, a couple of days ago by some other site, but nobody really cared because they weren't a big site. And uh, apparently it's supposed to be coming next year, which I'll wait until Capcom actually says something because that seems real soon. But we'll see. And again, it's one of those things that. Even if, like, yeah, it is coming next year and they give a date, it could be pushed back. So I'm not, like, overly crazy about it yet until we see some stuff about it. But, yeah, it's it's nice to have confirmation. The, the Eurogamer article does say <laughs> the project has been in development for some time. Yeah. yeah. So. so it should be, should be good, I guess. I hope. I mean, Resident Evil Remake 2, people love... That thing sold gangbusters for them. Yeah. And the so and the thing that made they, that game good is like pretty much the whole premises of why Resident Evil 3 works, where you're being chased by an unstoppable thing the whole time. And like, yeah, that's obviously they tested that out with two with Mr. X and Mr. X was the most like important thing about that game pretty much. And I'm sure they'll just ramp it up from here with uh, Nemesis, and it'll be pretty neat if they pull it off, right? Um, this next story, probably the biggest news in a while. Mm. Ha- Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Start of the week, I don't think anyone was expecting this. Nope. Um, a couple days in, Valve tweeted out, like, Half-Life Alex, we're going to talk about it on, on Thursday. Um, and this is a... It, it's not Half-Life 3. It's set between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. It's a fully VR game, which I hear some people are kind of upset about, but they're definitely <laughs> touting it as like built from the ground up. This is a VR first thing, so we couldn't really make it like a flat screen game. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it looks cool from the trailer. Sure. So as somebody who doesn't have VR, I'm not overly excited about a thousand dollar video game, but because like I would right. have to buy one for this, but 
if I had right. one, it seems mean, neat. It's like the main flagship one is the Valve Index, which is a thousand dollars. Yeah. But if you have a Valve Index, you get this for free. So there you go. There's some savings. I mean, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to buy one um, anyway, why not? They did say it's coming to all PC VR platforms. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So you don't specifically need the index. Right. That's a mm-hmm. bummer for me over here with a PlayStation VR headset. But I mean, maybe it'll come to PlayStation VR at some point. I mean, you can literally use your PlayStation VR on PC. People do that all the time. I don't know how because I haven't had to myself, yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, but I'll I'll just wait. It's OK. Sure. I'm not even like a huge Half-Life guy. Yeah, that's fair. It seems like it'd be creepy from uh, the trailer, which is kind of neat. Yeah, the big question I hear from more VR enthusiasts is kind of like, is like it's supposed to be a full Half-Life experience. It's a $60 game. It's supposed to be about 12 hours long. Is it just going to kind of feel like another VR game where you load the gun manually? Or is there going to be something like special about this one because it's Half-Life? Sure. Um, Resident Evil 7 did very well with the VR and that had like guns and stuff. So. Maybe it it could be good. I think people are skeptical because a lot of VR games maybe haven't been amazing, specifically with right. guns. A lot of them are just kind of like um, <clears throat> on rails or just like shooting galleries. Right. This having the Half-Life name, though, it has to do some, means something. It totally does. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, cautiously optimistic. So uh, another thing, just kind of tangentially to this, is it seems like the de- all the people, the developers from Campo Santo, this is what they're working on now. Okay. Uh, Campo Santo was purchased by Valve yeah. like a year or so ago while they were making In the Valley of Gods. Yeah. Um, which it's kind of unclear if that game has been canceled. This This kind of little news story came out a day or so before the Half-Life stuff where some people noticed that on a lot of their like Twitter bios it would, that used to say like working on in the Valley of Gods that was removed from their Twitter bios and in, in the Valley of Gods was actually removed from the Campo Santo website as well. Huh? Okay. Um, and then finds out that a lot of these developers are, have been working on ha- uh, Half-Life Alex. So we're, uh, the question is, is in the Valley of Gods canceled? Is it on hold? I mean, it clearly seems like it's on hold if they're working on Half-Life Alex. Who knows what's coming with that? I was definitely excited for that as a big fan of Firewatch. Sure. Uh-huh. And this kind of just seemed like the next evolution of, of Firewatch or of, of a walking simulator, narrative-focused walking simulator. So we'll have to keep our eyes on that. What um, I'm interested in is one of the things about Half-Life is that it's always kind of led to a whole bunch of offshoot fan games using the same engine, the source engine, right? Uh, like specifically spawned, uh, spawned a bunch of shit. Do you think they make whatever engine they're using for this available in the same way for like modders and stuff to do stuff with for VR? Cause that would be kind of a big step forward in, for that industry in general. And that's kind of what valve are kind of known for doing, right? Is releasing a cool thing and then releasing like, stuff that you can play with in it 
Yeah, I mean, they did in the past, so why not now? But then again, Valve is probably a bit of a different company than they used to be. It's been quite a long time since they put out a game. Yeah. Not including Artifact. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I don't um, include Artifact ever. So there's a trailer out. There's also a, like, 22-minute, or I don't know, I think it's like 24-minute kind of behind-the-scenes video from Jeff Keighley. It's on his Game Awards YouTube channel if you want to hear him talking to some of the lead devs for some kind of behind-the-scenes stuff on that. Uh, So you can look into that as well. Cool. And he does say there will be more Half-Life Alex stuff at the Game Awards next month. Cool. Speaking of the Game Awards... They announced the categories, and we should make some predictions. Oh, boy. Yay. I have my spreadsheet ready to take all of our prediction notes down. Let's do it. All right. This is always fun to do. I need to load these up because I actually haven't even really looked at them. So they always start with game of the year as the first one. Okay. Should we work from the opposite right. way, from the bottom up? From the bottom? Okay. The bottom is like... probably going to want to skip. There's so many, dude. <laughs> Let's... Like categories, you mean? Yeah. All right. I'm going to just tell you right now. Let's start off at the bottom. VR, AR game. I haven't played any of these, really. So this is where it's like, well, I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to give an answer if it makes no sense. Uh You can also just guess what you think would win. I think I'm going to go with that, what I think I'll win, and not what I want to win this time yeah. around. All right. Um, I think Beat Saber might win. I think Beat Saber will win. I think it's either going to be Beat Saber or Asgard's Wrath. I hear that's like a pretty massive VR game. Okay. Um, but I think Beat Saber will win. I'll put this in the chat for people if they want to check out, too. I was going to say, I'm loading it up now, <laughs> so I can see what the categories are. Uh, so the games yeah start at the, start at the bottom, John. You have to click nominees. Yeah, at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to say like all the all the games. We can try and speed this up a bit by just saying what we think will win each one. If people want to look them up afterwards, they can. Sure. Yeah, because some of them are. What's your pick, really John? Yeah, too. Beat Saber. Beat yeah, Saber. All right, unanimous. We're all in agreement. Yeah. You know what I don't like about this site is no matter how wide I yep. make the screen. Yep. You always you have, have to, to scroll. Keep, you have to scroll. Yep. <laughs> like this is annoying. It's fucking garbage. Uh, strategy game. So. Oh my God. I, this is a hard it one. It is hard. I think Wargroove might take it myself. Oh, I don't think that'll take no, it at all. I'm going to beat Wargroove no matter what. I don't think. War- That's the thing is I could see a world where fire emblem takes it but it also just seems like the least strategy game out of these hardcore strategy games but it's also the most popular license yeah sure yeah exactly because the rest of these are very niche too like tropico (laughs) six and anno like they're big strategy games but I don't know. I feel like, and I'm just speculating here, I feel like if I was like an Anno or a Total War Three Kingdoms person, like if I was in the strategy genre deep, yeah. seeing Fire Emblem on here, I'd be like, this is offensive. This should Honestly, count, I kind I mean? of agree with you, but I, yeah. Um, I'll give it to Fire Emblem, though, because I think it's just going to take it because people love Fire Emblem. Yeah, okay. I'm saying Fire Emblem as well. I'm still saying Wargroove. All right. Okay. I think Wargroove is there as like happy to be nominated 
but that's as far as you're getting. I think it's the sleeper hit that people are going to be like, yeah, I actually really like this and the vote uh, the gets the vote somehow. That'd be cool. I like World we'll see. a lot. Myself. We'll see. Sports slash racing game. <laughs> this is a weird category. Yeah, I hate this category so fucking much. Yeah, this is this is one of those like, well, not enough racing games came out and not enough sports games came out. Yeah. I hate I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Crash Team Racing. FIFA Are you going to say that? My go-to. Yeah, I think I kind of think FIFA is going to be it as well. Do you want Crash Team? I'll write. I'll, I'll do Crash. I feel like kind of similar with the Fire Emblem is maybe just wins from like the popular, the popularity of it. But I also FIFA makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Score and music. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Yeah, because I haven't played three of the games on here. <clears throat> I really like Cadence, so I guess I'm going to give it to that because I don't know about the others. Cadence is really cool. Oh, man. It's arguably the thing that game does right, like the best out of everything because the other stuff is fine. What about Sayonara Wild Hearts, though? I, I haven't I played it. I love the soundtrack to Sayonara <laughs> Wild Hearts. I hear it's good. So I saw this one headline going around of like the number of times Death Stranding is nominated is kind of weird for the Game Awards. No, it's not. Have you like, seen the way Jeff Keighley Ko- wants to like make out with Kojima? He's well, in the, the game, thing, like, literally. That, <laughs> and he's also in the game. And and should those should be separated, right? Like, is he biased? I'm not well, here to say one or the, thing, the other. Though, like, I'm just the saying vote, I saw the... the actual votes are viewers, so. Yeah. So he can nominate it, but he can't give it the award. Yeah. Um, well, see. Okay, okay, hang on. Do all these do these categories are they determined by only voting? I think uh, they're determined by a panel, aren't they? I thought, see, I I thought a, a panel, panel picked well. the nominees and then the audience picked right. the votes. I think that's how it goes. Yep. Because in that in that case, we should just be picking the most popular game every time. Like I think Kingdom Hearts three will win this. Not even, but I wouldn't pick that. I got friends who worked on Cadence of Hyrule, so I want to make sure. I hope they win, so I'm going to vote for Cadence. Also, okay. it has a Nintendo license carrying it. Sure. Uh, sure. Um, I feel like that game didn't blow up in the way it should have, though. I do. I agree with you. Game. It should have blown up a little more. I'm going to say Sinar Wild Hearts. I that game's awesome. Okay. And more people should play that game, figure out how to play that game. Yeah, that's part of the struggle for sure. Okay, role-playing game. Again, this is one of the ones that... I don't know, man. Um, so This is another hard one, yeah. The one I want to win is The Outer Worlds out of these. But I hear amazing things about Disco Elysium, and I think Final Fantasy XIV wins. That's my piece on it. I, I'm, I'm pretty similar with you there. I think Monster Hunter takes it. Okay. Huh. That's probably the one I would have put last, just because I think Kingdom Hearts has a better shot than that. I hear I hear people raving about Final Fantasy XIV all the time. Yeah. And Disco Elysium had this like explosion onto the scene like two weeks ago or whatever it was. Um Yeah, I think it's one of those two. I I'll, I guess I'll go Final Fantasy 14. Seems like the that's the game that ev- I hear everyone talking about all the fucking time. So that's why I went with yeah. it. Yeah, that is cool that they're not making it just specific to this year. 
Yeah. And they're they're kind of being like what's what's topical. Yeah. So this is performance. So I guess they didn't split it up into male and female anymore. It's just performance now for voice acting, motion okay. oh, and man. or performance capture. Matthew Peretta for is Dr. Casper Darling in control. It's, it's pretty good. I know. That is very you finished that game, right? Uh, oh Paul? yeah. Uh-huh. That last video? It's, it's really good. Oh, it's so good. So here's the thing. There's two Death Stranding nominees, and again, haven't played it. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I can't speak to the Death Stranding one too much because I've seen some Mads in there and it's been like really minor, so I'm assuming he has a bigger role as I go on. Uh-huh. Norman just kind of seems like quiet video game protagonist but again it's a kojima game so i'm assuming there's going to be some long ass cutscenes later on yeah um in my heart i want it to be dr darling i like i'm giving it to dr darling <laughs> i don't think he takes it you're gonna give it to um, matthew Peretta then i am okay i don't even know where to go on this i don't like i don't want it to sound disparaging because i thought like she was fine I don't think Courtney Hope was like anything. I don't think Jesse Faden was like anything special in control when it comes to like character performance. Uh, kind of like how it's. Yeah, I mean, it was. I wouldn't say it was anything <laughs> negative. No. It just didn't like blow me out. And similar with Ashley Birch is like, I love. I love Parvati. I love Parvati yeah. But she's just like, I, did, I didn't get like a ton from totally. her. It wasn't like yep. a super mate, like, like emotional you know role. What? You know what I mean? I'm going with you. I don't think he's going to win, but every time I don't think so every time like I was able to watch one of his videos, I was down. I was like, okay, we get this guy again. Let's go. Yeah. Honestly, like I like that this category is in there. It totally should be. And it just reminds <laughs> me of was it one year or two years ago with Hellblade when like the programmer from Hellblade was the capture yeah. was the performer. Oh, for she that, was and so she won, good, and I was like though. She was so yeah. good, and then when you learned that, like, she wasn't an actor, she was just like one of the coders. Even better, that they used it was like wow, like that. I, I did, that just makes me really happy. Yep. John, I don't think you've played any of these, right? Oh no, you've played Gears Five, right? No. Oh okay. <laughs> Haven't played a single one of these, so I'm gonna say Norman Reedus. Okay. <laughs> All okay. Right. For that one <laughs> episode of Walking Dead, I watched. <laughs> That's a good one. Merle and Earl in a game. Ongoing game <laughs> award. So, this is mm. one of those awards that I have a favorite, but I don't think it's going to win. <laughs> so, I guess I'm going to go with what's going to win, probably. Because my favorite is Rainbow Six Siege. And I know out of the, this list, it is not the one that's going to get even close. Yeah, this I, yeah. one's interesting because, like... <clears throat> Is it most ongoing game? Because then I feel like Fortnite just wins by default for like sheer power and how much they they change that game up. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So here's the thing. The way Fortnite did their like version 2.0 was one of the biggest video game events and like self-advertising thing they've done video games in a long time. The way they did sure. that for yeah. thing was so fucking huge. And I don't think I don't remember the last time there was something that big that 
A company's just upgrade. We're just upgrading. It's not like a new thing that you can buy or anything or a new expansion. This is just a fit. Like we're just changing the, up the world. And fucking everybody was talking about it. Streamers that don't care about me- Fortnite were fucking talking about it. Like it was huge. You mean to tell me you don't remember the last time the most popular game in the world turned itself off for like twenty four hours? <laughs> right. Exactly. And then live streamed right? the whole thing. <laughs> of like just a black hole and got people Uh, hyped up for free the only other one i could see giving it a run for its money (laughs) is final fantasy 14 i'm i was gonna say destiny 2 but i'm pretty sure it's Fortnite because of because of the season two i i think it's Fortnite as well i'm just wondering who are the people voting because do you think the people voting are like the kids that are too cool for Fortnite? And they're just like, no, fuck Fortnite, Apex, man, that's my game. And they're just like, not voting for Fortnite. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's picking Apex. Yeah, I don't think like, so either, <laughs> frankly. But yeah, I mean, I gotta go with Fortnite. I think myself too. So yeah. Okay. This next one is hard. This is a hard category. Uh. Yeah, especially because one of uh, so the next one's narrative, and apparently Disco Elysium is literally nothing but narrative to the point where the gameplay is the narrative as well. Right. That's definitely. I feel like Disco Elysium would definitely be like the sleeper hit that no one played, but it's like winning all these awards. You know what I mean? Oh, I've heard so many people I know to played it. I'm the opposite. A lo- most people I know have played. I guess it. I'm just kind of saying in like in like the pop culture, and uh, not even like like actual capital P pop culture, but in just kind of like the general gamer. Mm-hmm. I, although I, you know, Outer Worlds has been like it's been hot on like Twitter and stuff. I could see that taking it here. Yeah, I would love for it to be Control. I don't think it's Control, but I would like it too. This is also one of those categories where I could just see somehow Death Stranding I, taking you it. You know what? I'm like going to give it to Death Stranding. I'm going to give it to Death Stranding, actually. I think it's going to be one of those things that's so just bash it and saying that everybody remembers that played it. Remembers and and I've heard it said that it's gone through the plots that it's been great. It's definitely the strength yeah. of that game. That's I'm saying that one. So this, this is where this is where I want <clears throat> Plague Tale Innocence to win anything because it deserves something. Out of this, and I also need to finish that game. Out of this lineup, though, um, I know I don't think it stands. Like no. I think this is, that's another one of those like happy to be nominated, but I just don't yeah. think I'm going to see this game anywhere else on this list. Do you want to say um, Control then, though? I want to say Control. Okay. Like I really like the narrative and Control. Okay, I'm guessing John's with me on Death Stranding. We are Stranding. not even a quarter of the way through this list. <laughs> I know we got to go. I mean, the esports one will go fast because I don't think we have any care. Uh. Multiplayer game. I think Call of Duty just takes it. Yeah, I do agree with you. I'm going to actually say Tetris 99. Okay, that's I would love for Tetris 99 to win. Just to be different and also because everyone was like, oh, my God, Tetris 99, like Tetris as a BR is insane. Yeah, it will probably be Call of Duty, but in my heart of hearts, I feel like Tetris 99 has a shot. Yeah. The only reason I honestly think Call of Duty is because that's the thing everybody was saying that like Call of Duty's back and that's the only thing Call of Duty. Nobody's talking about that story, really. They're talking about the multiplayer, but yeah, we'll see. Mobile game. 
again, one of those pretty hard ones for me. Yeah, this is a hard one, too. What what um, the golf is out? That was an Apple Arcade. Yeah. Oh. It's also on, I think, the Epic Store. I think it's on Switch as well now. Yeah, it came out a while ago. I missed that release. Um, You know, I think I could see Sayonara Wild Hearts taking it. That's probably my answer. I could also see What the Golf giving that a run <laughs> for its money. Grindstone is also very good, but I think Sayonara Wild Hearts takes it. Okay. I mean, I guess uh, I'll say Call of Duty Mobile just to see if I get that vote. The weird it says it's not out on Switch yet. Mm. I think it is out on Epic though. Maybe I don't remember. Twenty twenty for Steam. It might really just be out on on Apple Arcade. On, no, you're right. Ep- Epic and sure Apple Arcade it's out yeah. on PC in some way. Epic and Apple Arcade are the only two right now. There you go. Gotcha. Independent game. Um. Yeah. This is one where I, I feel like like a kind of a sleeper could take it. Like I could see Disco Uh-oh. or Outer Wilds taking it. Did we just lose Ooh. Sean? Yes, we did. <laughs> Unless he Sean. really likes biting down on his thumb, and he's gone, and he's back. No, oh, he's back. He's, hey, what's yeah. up? <laughs> you left for a while. Yeah, there is. Yep. Nothing's up. We were just talking about independent game. Um. Um. Holy shit. I don't know what the public opinion of like any of these except Untitled Goose Game is. Yeah, I think Untitled Goose Game just takes it for the Bob is you, people like it, Katana Zero, people like it, Disco Elysium, apparently it's well highly rated. But yeah, Goose Game's probably gonna win based on yeah. uh, <clears throat> popularity alone. I could see Outer Wilds taking it too. I could see Bob all, is you taking it. Baba is you taking it would be great. I love that game. Are we all saying Untitled Goose Game though? I'm going Goose Game. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. Games for Impact. Um, I played one of these and one chapter of another one. No, I played two of these and one chapter. I actually have no idea which one would take this. Yeah, Grizz is my vote. Yeah, I think Grizz would take it. Okay. Kind of a surprise to see is here, <laughs> but... I'm going to say Sea of Solitude. I don't think it will, but that's the one I guess I would vote for out of these. Because that I've played game direction awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design i think death stranding takes it death stranding or resident evil 2 oh really i didn't think resident evil 2 kind of held it with this one i think this is going to be one where i want control to do it but i don't think it will no, it's probably Death Stranding. Who am I kidding? I'm sticking with Resident Evil yeah. 2 just to be a different person, but it's probably oh. Death Stranding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is this next one? Fresh indie game presented by Subway? Yeah, you gotta eat fresh. Hey, believe me, I eat fresh all the time. So, recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. Again, Didn't House this... House already released something, though? No, I don't think... Yeah, I, I don't not. know, yeah. So, I want Slay the Spire to win, so I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah, this is the second game from House House. Great. What was the first Push game? Push Me, Pull You. Oh, that's So they're right. not even supposed to be on this stupid list. Great. 
Weird. Are you sure that was like under that the name of House House? It's literally on Wikipedia. So yes. Huh. That's weird. I wonder how that counted. I think Outer Wilds takes it. Outer Wilds? Okay. Yep. Uh, I gotta bring that list back up because I was looking that up here. We all agree that it's not my friend Pedro, though. Correct. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that, like, doesn't win out of... I could see any of these other ones. Well... Slay the Spire is probably a little unlikely also, but I love it, so I can't go against my boy. Uh, I'm going to say Goose Game since, again, it's on there. Fair, yeah. Fighting Game. This next one's more of a a, John category. Smash is going to win that, hands down, although I I know a lot of people that are ironically voting for Jump Force, so. I think Jump Force is, like, the worst one here. Um, oh, it is. I'm going to give it to Mortal Kombat 11. I'd say Mortal Kombat 11 is is going to be second, if not first. But I think Smash, <laughs> this Smash was just too standout for a lot of people. That's true. Yeah, I'm saying Smash as well. I don't love it, Board but I'm saying six, it. You popped up on this list just to fail immediately. Yep. Uh, for the next game, Family Game, I'm going to give that to Smash. Yeah. You're gonna why is okay. Ring Fit Adventure on this list? Man, I don't think it's going to win, but I'm gonna give it to Mario Maker because I gave it to Smash last I, time and I didn't want to, so I'm making <laughs> up for my. They need to support Mario Maker too with any kind of update. They, like, come they on, are. it's coming. Well, they I don't say think they've said anything. They have said that it's coming. Yes, okay. but nobody knows right. when or what, so it's hard to get excited. <laughs> Uh, I have no favorite esports idea team. E-sports. All right, let's get into yeah, it. The San Francisco Shock. Hell yeah, man! Why not? Team Liquid. Yeah. Okay. Is Team Liquid on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice one. I'll say OG. All right. Esports player. Oh, I know even less about this. You don't know Faker? I'll. No. Should I? Probably. I'm going to give it to Faker. I'm going to give it to Jay Sinatra Wan from the San Francisco Shock. Okay. I'm going to give it. Isn't Kyle Giesterdorf that 10 year old, that like 14 year old that won a million bucks? Probably. Probably is a Fortnite player. And I'm going to vote for him. What's his name? Burka? Is that Backpack Kid? That's not Buga. B-U-G-A-J. All right. Esports host. Oh, my God. Uh, Golden Boy. Yeah, Golden Boy. Both Golden Boy? I don't think I've seen any of these other people. I don't think she's going to win, but I'm going to give it to Shocks. I like Shocks. How do you pronounce her first name? F-Y-A. Or something like that. Eight. That's a that is a cool looking first name. Yeah. That I'm that sure she's heard mispronounced for the that. most of her life. I'm sure I mispronounced it sure, too. Yeah. I, Afia? Afia? I don't know how that first vowel sounds. Effie. Something. Esports game of the year. Oh 
Fortnite or League? Fortnite. So are you both? There's a lot of esports categories. Are you both yeah. Fortnite? I'm, I'm, I'll say Fortnite. Yeah, I'll go Fortnite. I'm gonna go League. The, every esports one might as well just be NA for me. I have no stake. Uh huh. All right, esports event. Again, it's just like, what was your esport favorite esport? Because that's probably the event. I'm gonna give it to the Fortnite one. Is there a Fortnite one? Yeah. There we go. Fortnite World Cup. Okay. For what it's uh, worth, I do think. It's usually what I, yeah. Oh, Evo, Evo. I'm going Evo. Evo. You're going Evo. It'll be international. Is Evo on here? Evo. Yeah. It's the second one. Holy shit! You're right. I'm fucking blind. Evo sounds good. I'm going to do the international. For what it's worth, I think the oh Fortnite World Cup is actually the like least respected so out of all of them. The next one, esports coach. I can't rely on my strategy of pick Fortnite. <clears throat> None of these guys coach Fortnite. Right. I'm going to pick the first guy, Eric Adrian okay. Hogue okay. from Team Liquid. Okay. I'll do Zonic. Kane. Okay. All right. Let's get into the Twitch and YouTube side of things, I guess. Content creator of the year. First. So this is just who's going to like make a weird remark in the next year and get everyone upset with. Well, I'm giving I'm giving it to Shroud. Yeah, that's the only one I know. I was going to say Shroud or Dr. Lupo, but I'm going to stick with Shroud as well. I think Shroud's the safe choice, <laughs> honestly. Community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. How is this different than, like, ongoing game? Because these are people that talk to their community or something, I guess. I don't even know. It's the exact same fucking... Seems Thanks. seems pretty similar. Fortnite again, I guess. Okay. Uh, I would say Destiny Two because like they got control of their game and. Uh, oh yeah, like that I, that's a good point. I'm gonna say that too. <clears throat> audio design, best in-game audio sound design. I have to give this to Resident Evil Two. The sound design is what made that game what it is. Sure. I'll I'll say that too. I don't have anything on this list otherwise. These are weird, like, because you're doing stuff like that, and then you're also going up against like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Control. Yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Art direction presented by Samsung QLED for outstanding creative and/or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. I would love to give this to Control. I think somehow Death Stranding takes it. I kind of think it's a shame if Death Stranding takes it out of I, these. I want Sayonara Wild Hearts to win, so I'm going to say Sayonara Wild Hearts. Is that a Grizz? Yeah, I think I'm going to be with you on Sayonara Wild Hearts. Then you're saying Death Stranding? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Action slash adventure game. This one I want to give to control, so I'm going to. 
I was actually going to say, I, I think Sekiro might take I this. was going to also might. say Sekiro. Okay. Wait, what? And the next it's one action is game. action yep. game? This is a great list. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so action adventure was combat with traversal and puzzle. This is just pr- primarily focused on combat. I'm going to say Devil May Cry so 5. But shooters. Ooh, yeah. Wow, Metro Exodus is in here. Interesting. I'm going to be with you on DMC5. <clears throat> See, I want to say DMC5. I think Call of Duty just takes it. I'll, I'll just say Devil May Cry 5. Okay. And then... F- hey, we're at the end. Finally, game of the year. So, how mm-hmm. much do you think recency hard. bias for Death Stranding takes it? I mean, to be fair, it's not like other like a lot of outlets really like Death Stranding is the thing. A lot of outlets so, like, have liked all of these. <laughs> so, right. I for so, I feel like for some reason, like Sekiro doesn't stand here. Yeah, probably. I'm saying I feel like I'm big on control, but I feel like it wasn't as big as these other games. I don't know. I don't think the Outer Worlds is that big either. I don't. Th- yeah, I was about to say the same thing about Outer Worlds. Like, I feel like this is this is a Smash or Death Stranding, really. Yeah, I I'm adding Resident Evil 2 in that mix, but I'm leaning very slightly towards Smash Bros because okay. of how shocked people were with all the extra additions that they've been doing over the year. I'm saying Resident Evil 2 for myself, basically. I I think Death Stranding. All right, takes so we it. just yeah. picked a different one. But each each one was uh, the three we all thought would be a top running. contender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll follow up on this. I believe the game awards are on December 12th. They are. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, this next news was re- pretty brief and we're still in news. Uh, this is kind of just a stadia roundup. We talked about the launch lineup being pretty middling. Basically, a day before De- stadia launched, they put another t- t- uh excuse me, 10 games up on the launch lineup. So it actually launched at 22. I'm not going to go through the full list, but that was just a weird thing that came in at the last minute. I, I was reading a bunch of reviewers that were like, yeah, it was like a Sunday night and they were like, hey, here's a code for this other game now. <laughs> so Stadia, if you're wondering if it came in hot, it came in very hot. Yeah. Um, and this last little bit of news uh, was just kind of a one-off statement. Uh, Bioware has said that they're working on the next uh mass effect game uh oh is that the one you pulled okay you didn't pull about how they said we're fixing up from the ground up the fucking nightmare that anthem was and everybody's like nobody cares just stop nope i didn't in fact i didn't want that even said on this (laughs) podcast honestly nobody cares about it at this point uh, so i would love for them to fix anthem but no, um, I like Mass Effect more, mm-hmm. and they said they're working on the next one. Um, I'll just read the qu- the quick little blurb. Bioware, meanwhile, is still invested in role playing games in addition to the much anticipated Dragon Age Four, which Bioware teased last year. A new Mass Effect game is in very early development at the Edmonton office under director Mike Gamble, a longtime Bioware producer. Looking forward to whatever that will be. I'm sure it's <clears throat> quite a ways off. Yeah. I'm wondering how they turn that ship around if they do that as well. Yeah, we'll see. 
and that'll do it for news. Um, all right, this show's long. Do you guys want to do questions or push them to next week since we have another podcast to record? I'm okay with either. Either one. Uh, I say let's push it. All right. So we will take our, we'll move the questions to next week uh, and we'll hit them then. Um, so moving after, instead of that, what are your guys' games of the week? Pokemon, I guess. Uh, I guess Jedi Fallen Order. And I'm going to give it to Pokemon Sword. Nice. And Sean is blinking in and out of existence to, for me, which means so I think that we're probably done. means we should say that's it for this week. We're going to do our uh, Return of Oberdin episode here soon. So if you're a TV Plus backer in the right tier for that, you tune in for that. Otherwise, uh, we'll see all. Ooh, none of us are going to be here next week. So I guess no podcast. I next will week? be here. I'm back Thursday. I'll be here. Oh, okay. And, and then Sean I think Sean is going to Skype in. All right. So this be you two. Yes. I won't be here. I believe so. All right. Well, good luck. God bless. And have a uh, great time relaxing with some food and whatnot. And yeah, Sean just looks <laughs> real Sean. pissed the entire time. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. We can hear <laughs> you. Like, you can probably try talking, Sean. Or not. <laughs> no, Did he really he's ra- gone. He raised his arms and then it just broke again. Yeah, no. He's dead. All right. Amazing. Which means that this podcast also is. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.